Villainy is always more interesting than virtue. I'm selling, they're buying, they're buying, I'm selling. I want money. Hello and good evening. It is Monday, March 21st, 2022, and we just finished watching episode 9 of Big Brother Canada 10 which featured the week four HOH uh, nominations. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jeff Mater, my brother, and, uh, and co-host Jamil Robinson here streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Uh, oh, to on the audio version. We're going to be breaking down this whole episode. The, what, what happened tonight? The reign of my boy, Gino. Oh, can we have some moose? J- Jamil, how are you tonight? Do you want some? I, I was just, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just, jump in, right? Jump right in. It's catchy. I will. I am. I am. I'm here for Moose, but he wasn't really in this episode that much, which is great news. Which is great news. Look at that. Good for your boy. Yeah, yeah. Gino uh, won the HOH as we saw at the end of last week, and uh, you guys, were, I, I listened to your podcast uh, from the Thursday eviction of staff who went out nine to two, uh, you know, and uh, left uh, Gino and JC Lynn uh, in the dust uh, of that vote. They were completely blindsided, along with Kyle, the outgoing HOH, um, and and we saw that some of the aftermath in this episode of that they showed us what was sort of happening right between the HOH competition. And when Steph was evicted, and how much, how much, and now everyone was like, Kyle sucks. We hate Kyle. Uh, Gino, if you're with Kyle, and then they were they were pinning like um, the votes on of Gino on JC Lynn and vice versa, making them not trust each other. There was a lot, of, and, she, and JC Lynn was chewing out Kyle pretty bad. There was there was some interesting stuff just uh, in what they kind of edited in from uh, the Thursday episode uh, into this. So. Jeff. Dave, may I just jump in? I know Jeff yes. is chomping at the bit to to comment on this. So many First, hot takes. Um, JC Lynn, mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah, my right? pick. What are you, you gonna? You <laughs> told on yourself. You absolutely told on yep. yourself. Big I'm stupid. Tonight. I don't know what's going on. Yes, you're stupid. You don't know what's going on, and that is not has anything to do with Kyle. Kyle has his own bed to lie in, right? You don't know what's going on is because you've been smooching with Gino for the entire week and not talking to anyone in the house. If you did, you would have understood what was going on, but you didn't. And that's not that's on you, not on anyone else. That's your bed to live in. She she doesn't even know what's going on within her own alliance with Gino, who she's smooching with. She yeah, you're right. She told on herself um, and then she has the audacity to be like, I'm mad. (laughs) <laughs> her reaction was not very well poised it was not like a figure skater it was more like a figure skater who uh you know like in the seinfeld episode Je- jeff where mm. she's like my, my lace is a tine or maybe she's a dancer i can't remember but anyway yeah. it was kind of like reminded of that like jc lynn's a bit of a prima donna i thought um and, and uh, i thought her conversation with kyle who kyle is telling the truth he's like yeah I, I i don't know what happened i was completely blindsided like you and she's like it's your fault <laughs> And then she's like, "I'm being manipulated by Gino. Gino must be after me." And uh, and we saw her talking to who was she talking to about that? Um, um, she was talking to Summer. Summer, right? 
summer. Uh, yeah, you're right. Who obviously voted a, like on the opposite side, and she's, she's one of the like, nine. <laughs> and she's like, "Man, that Gino, like it's unforgivable what he's do-. like." She's just ranting and raving to Summer, and Summer's like, "Well, you know, you know, do you even get like, do you even take the time to care about giving an explanation as to why she did she what she did?" She she ends up hugging like Jace. That just shows you how good. Summer's playing and how poorly <laughs> Jace is. <laughs> Gino and JC are the new Jed and Beth. Is that is that a fair comparison? Didn't Beth win you? stuff though? Beth, <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> I don't Not know. Not at this point in the game. Um, uh, and, and Sam's cheering for Kyle. He wants Kyle to stay. I'm kind of rooting for Kyle and Gino now as this underdog duo, even though they're like Sam. um yeah, come on. Gino and Kyle, they're going to trade HOHs back to back. They're going to get all these rats out of here. Uh, <laughs> and let's let, let's talk about uh, your boy, Jeff, Marty. Yep, Marty um, also made a huge mistake last week telling, like, just telling Kyle to do anything was stupid. He didn't need, to, he literally could have sat back and been fine this week. And he overplayed his hand and then he took back his hand. He was like, put up Josh. All right, now I'm going to vote to keep Josh. He made Kyle look like a complete idiot. Like, he really did. And at least Kyle was smart enough to kind of actually like understand that and figure that out. And like, I was actually kind of, I see why like Sam wants Kyle to stay because I'm kind of like, okay, at least he actually understands somewhat what's going on. JC Lynn is a hot mess. She's no idea what's going on. Even Gino, I think kind of didn't quite understand um, every, the whole dynamic of it. Like, cause I think he was also a little too busy, Jamil. I don't think he was really understanding the house. That's why you had to have a conversation. You kind of got to see tonight his read of the house and like how fresh it is in a lot of ways, Dave. He's lying in wait. He, Gino is an alpha. You don't have to worry about Gino. Gino <laughs> is going, you know, he when t- time comes to win, he'll win, which he did. He won this HOH. And then, um, you know, I think like he was pressured hard, pretty hard, I think, to like go against Kyle. Only he doesn't. He, so he he's, he's met at Marty here for... Uh, did Marty get unlucky? I guess is what I keep asking myself. Uh, you know, the fact that he chose to um, flip and work with Josh instead after he was the one who told Kyle to put up Josh in the first place. So now Kyle's like, you are like, I can kind of see that from Kyle's perspective where it was Marty who pushed hard for it and then flips around and says, no, I want actually Josh to stay and I'm against Kyle now. Uh, even though his main complaint was that he wouldn't go to final two, even though we're still at like. What like how many people are in the house still like 14? So there's still like a long ways to go in the numbers, is kind of what my point is there. Um, but he, he didn't he wasn't unlucky. Like w- when you do something like that, <laughs> when you're doing something like that, you have to know that there's gonna be repercussions. So l- let's let's say that someone in the middle of the road got um HOH. <clears throat> Right, someone who's easily manipulated. Let's say Betty won, right, and mm-hmm. she's trying not to get blood on her hands. When you have the other side of the house going, we're mad at Marty. I want to say other side of the house. I mean the the Kyle, JC, and Gino group. And you used to have Marty in it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you put up Marty? Marty isn't an important number to you. He just came. To, to technically your side and you know the other side wants blood he's probably not going to be your main target but at the same time 
you get you get put them on the block, you're appeasing that side, plus you're able to take care of your target. Right? That was always a possibility. And him thinking that wasn't a possibility is a little short, short-sighted. Um, that being said, he got he didn't get backdoored. So he still has an opportunity to, you know, you know, to campaign. He has a full week. He has um, a chance at veto. He has a lot of opportunities. He's not in a worse position. Mm-hmm. That could have happened. Josh was in a far worse position last week. Exactly. Far worse. A strong alpha dude. Dave, you know how they love those alphas on the block, right? Gino, he's he's going to be the alpha of all alphas. You're going to see. <laughs> he's going to win this whole game. And uh, Josh not really from his own accord from other people's pulling for him to take him off. Right. Yeah. So I think Josh is probably the biggest threat right now to win the game. I mean, the fact that he was on the block there besides someone like Stephanie and and stayed, it it shows that he's probably going to go far in the game because just the relationships are too strong with him. Um, People like him too much. It seems like, you know, Uh, Gino doesn't put him up here tonight. Right. Yeah, it was that to me a mistake, you know. Like that's kind of I would have put him back on the block with um, who else did he put on the block? It was Marty and uh, Jessica. Jess. See, I don't really. I see why he put Jessica up for Gino because she's not gonna work with him. So like that, like probably Josh and Jess would have made sense to put up on the block beside each other because they, you know, like basically Jess and a bunch of other people kind of rallied the whole house to make sure Josh stayed. And including Marty, like, like basically switch. Like he showed Marty disappointed a little bit in him, you know. Basically, with his vote, he went. He showed that he he can't be trusted in an alliance. To like, all you have is your vote in a game like this. Right. And if you don't use your vote right, and you show even to you like when you flip right and you go to the other alliance, the other alliance is always going to look at you like, oh, you're a flipper, you know? Yeah. And I think that's You're always at the happen. bottom of their alliance at best. Yeah. So, like, I think he it was a mistake for what he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's like, I do not like uh, Gito's speech. Uh, he crossed the line with the saying it's uh, a backstabber and all this. He's like, this is not uh, good. Um, Just wait I'm till like, you get to the spoiler section. Is all I'm saying. Dave, did you love that they were? This is like we're, we grew up in Quebec a little bit, but did you love? Did you notice that they are having a conversation, half in English and half in French? They would just between sentences go uh, speak in French yeah, and then the Franglais. Yeah, it's just like why? <laughs> why wouldn't I don't get why you just wouldn't pick a language or maybe you know it's um maybe they were hiding what they were saying when they were speaking French. I don't know. Yeah, I remember twenty five percent of English words are French in origin. Um, uh, so it's like, we got a lot of French and English anyway, and it's, they kind of interchangeably kind of go back. And then there's a whole bunch of English words that in French don't have translations either. So mm-hmm. they like, like, especially name brand things and uh, proper nouns, um, like, like telefrancais, like pop tart and whatever. So it's like, <laughs> right. Different things. Yeah, no. So it's, it, it's I, I do like I thought I thought like Tynesha and Gino were gonna work together because they're my picks in the draft. They're both from Montreal, and I thought they were getting along. They went to Wendy's together, didn't they, or something? Right. Didn't didn't that happen? Did I imagine that they didn't like Gino and Tynesha at one point do something, and then not, now they're not a, 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 in an alliance. It seems. Um, it seems like Tynesha's kind of with Summer. Summer and Tynesha are like a duo. Is that right? Wait, wait for the spoiler section. <laughs> okay, spoiler <laughs> section. 
Um, who else do we have to talk about then in this cast? Well, how do we not, and, we Andrew, I want to talk about um, right. the new form of Gino and Gino. Uh, was it um, Andrew? Andrew what was it Andrew Clark? Andrew Clark, the lawyer. Who? Kevin's alter ego. Yeah. Oh, that. Tell me about that. That was great. You didn't like it? Where? Um, so to it's try to play thing. on the fact that him and Gino don't have a good relationship, Kevin thought he would make him laugh by representing um, himself in an alter ego um, <laughs> as a lawyer. So he like had like a contract and right. said he was there to represent um, Gino. What we didn't <laughs> see on, on camera was when Gino was in um, having his conversation with the multiple people in the um, the house, um, Andrew would, would burst in saying, is it time yet? No, no. And just come back out. So he was, he was playing in that role for a while. I think oh, that this might be the best concept I've ever seen someone do <laughs> on Big Brother. Like, I think this would actually be a very fascinating thing to do, especially like with, like with the audience and with the house guests, kind of what he's doing, like have an alter ego. And sometimes you're talking to the alter ego and sometimes you're talking to, you know, the real person. There was, there was Austin and Judas in big brother 17. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And now he's the tag team champion. Gosh. Well, that was more of a diary room persona than, than the uh, two, two. I'm, I'm sorry. I was not a fan of Austin. And I see this dude as champion. Or Judas. Either or, either or sucked. <laughs> Now he's um, now he's part of Jurassic Express. Is that better? Is that no. improvement? It sucks no? as well. Sucks as well. It sucks all yeah. around there for Judas slash Austin for Big Brother Seventeen. Um, yeah. Oh, I Kevin. Okay, Kevin again is going to be probably. I don't. I'm not. I don't know the spoiler section, but is Kevin relatively safe this week? I think so. Kevin's okay. Okay, like. What the hell happened? We thought this guy was going to get booted week one, and we thought, well, there, there's no way they're going to let him hang around uh, and get to jury, but he might get to jury. Dude, this is the messiest, like, Big Brother season in a long time. Like, in a good way. When when you say who should win HOH, the best mm -hmm. thing to do is everyone should, because you, you don't know if you're going to hit the block. It's been so insane. Right. But that's kind of kind of a Every good thing, week right? Of veto's been played, mm -hmm. right? As, well, sometimes someone's pulled themselves off the week, the v, the block each week. Yes, this is like a cutthroat season. They're not just putting up like the easy targets. Like I don't think that that putting up Marty and Jess here. Were, it's it's was... not even cutthroat. It's just they're playing so stupidly that they're putting up their own allies. Yeah, there's no real. It's kind of a great. It's kind of what like an audience is what dream. Like, oh, it's not the stupid big alliance, and I really like watching this season because it's such a mess. But like, to expect a mess is rare. You know what I mean? Like, it, it takes a certain group of house guests to all kind of really screw it up. You know, and this this group is doing it, so it's kind of yeah, it's, it's like a train wreck. Je you, okay. Jeff, you heard. Uh, sorry, Dave, you heard us last week when we were talking about this is the week where you play it safe. You put two people. You let the dust settle. You know you'll be okay. Don't, uh, you know, don't do anything with Kyle because no, I said put up Kyle. All right, I think I said put up Kyle because you know you want to reset. You want everything to be. Your Gino. Oh yeah, and what is, what's happening? Marty go. <laughs> Marty goes up. M Marty and Gino were going to be fine. I know it's something that Marty would have, like, Gino would have trouble getting over, but, like, 
it's not just Marty. It was Herman. It was the entire house except Jace, right? right. You have to work with these people. He felt so most betrayed you, by Marty, though. Most betrayed, least betrayed. It doesn't matter. Betrays. It betrayed. matters to Gino. It matters to Gino, and 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 he that's he's not you. He's going to do make a different choice. The only the like everyone's going to betray you until it's time for them to vote for you to either win the money or not. So it's all part of the game. You you ha- you have to think about what is most beneficial for you, and then also when you're looking at other people's intentions, what is most beneficial for them. I don't think right? Gino thinks that deeply in terms of the strategy. I think he's more on the surface and you know, he's more like he's Kyle's more my like bro. Alpha. Kyle's my bro. Jace is my girl. That's all there is to it. I'm afraid of the dark where's my night light. Let's go. That's that's a good sixth place um thought process. Well, he, 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 I never said that Gino was a mastermind player. It doesn't uh, even have to be a mastermind. I don't think he's a particularly good player, but I think he's. Th- I think this particular twist in the game, I think, is interesting this week because I think that uh, this this house, this whole house, was like going to come at Kyle, and now they're, they've been denied it, and now it's now it's uh, got Gino enacting revenge on Marty instead, right? Um, and potentially right. Tar- get maybe who knows, Jess might go instead. Uh, for for all we know, the problem with that type of thought process is when you have a house, just think of it as like a protest, right? I just watched um Trials of Chicago Eight just recently again, oh, right? Movie. Right, and when you have a crowd with that much energy, it needs to be directed somewhere. And when you don't give them the ability to have a kind of an outlet, what happens? It's like a bomb exploding, right? And you don't want that type of thing happening on your HOH, right? When people are telling you that they want Kyle's blood, you go, here he is. Here he is. Hate, right? If if I can throw a little um, do the right thing at you at the same time, right? Throw them at... Throw the, the crowd at Sal's Pizza and let them burn them down and not kill you, right? You do what you need to do, right? Gino... He knows that the only person he can trust is himself and his girl. That's great. You can't win the game with the two of you. <laughs> so you got to think about working with the people that you don't trust because you're going to have to. Right. Very true. Um, but Gino is going to Gino is my point. <laughs> uh he he's he's not necessarily uh gonna think in those terms uh but i think that uh and i don't maybe i don't think he necessarily will win because i think that uh he has a very long climb him and kyle and jc you know unless they get out everybody unless they're somehow able to run the table here and get out all their competition especially pre-jury like especially if they could get someone like herman out who i think is definitely against them now right like you know they have to start thinking about like sir, who are the threats from the other side i don't think marty was the right move here for gino i think that if anything he should have put a herman um and all right can we talk a little bit about herman and the conversation he had with kyle yeah as a man you've like destroyed as a man me. jeff yeah, as, a, as man. a man. What do you mean as a what what do you Kyle asked that? What do you mean as a man? What does that mean? He's like, yeah. you know, we're you know, you know, you did things without asking me permission. And ah, we're an alliance and seven, and we did we were shooting heroin. Remember, we were shooting heroin <laughs> and we were doing ice water up, in the veins. Ice water in the veins. You know, uh, I just think uh, it, it was kind of hilarious to watch him do that. 
Um, he, he's a beta. <laughs> when you see it when he's with when he's with Gino he's like you know he came at me like a man you know and he disrespected me twice in the week <laughs> twice in the week disrespected me like a man you know as a man and then all of a sudden Kyle gets in the room and he's like well you you, you know you you know you made me you, you disrespected me as a man like he couldn't even meet his eye <laughs> and he right. was just fumbling over his words like all his bravado just disappeared completely uh like dude seriously right like kyle who was completely dumbstruck just like five minutes before in the episode looked like like um such such a like a imposing figure to have Herman just kind of curl up Right, and just kind of shrink in his presence. It was embarrassing. It was. He was like, you seem bad at me. What's going on? I don't know. I'm just mad. You're as a man. You should have asked me. Ah, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like so, so the the former seven. Uh, the what were they called? The Savage Seven. Um, like yeah, and their remnants and sort of like the downfall of them. Because you, you think about like Summer, Tanisha, Josh. Gina, Moose, Kyle, Herman. That was the, the seven. And now, now it's all broken up. Now they also too- had the retreat too. The retreat because they were sitting pretty. No, they had like a uh, like a offshoot of the seven called the retreat. I, yeah, which, he, but- which he was also salty about. That was broken too. And who was in the retreat? Was it Kyle? It doesn't matter at this point. It's broken. Gone. It's dead. It's de- like all these alliances are dead. What's the main alliance now? What's the uh, there's there's Kyle and Gino and we'll Jason. wait till the spoiler section. <laughs> okay, we, we should get to spoilers. I don't know what else to talk about because like there's um, so much let's to see. get to. Um, you didn't like any of the speeches. Did you like the fact that they got pizza? Yes, I thought that that was. Um, I thought that the pizza party was very interesting to see that play out because we've seen this a few times. Because I guess they don't give them a lot of booze in the house, right? Only at certain times, and they gave them. A few pitchers of beer and a pitcher of red wine, at least, and some bunch of pizzas. St. Patrick's Day. It was St. Patrick's. Is that what it was? St. Patrick's Day. So it was, it was Thursday last Thursday. I yeah. think it's interesting, guys. That oh, you know, they would never, what... they would never show this on the American version. You know, like them actually drinking. They never do. Yeah, they can uh, sometimes, but not, but not very often. Allowed. They they wouldn't show it in clear containers like that. Right. It'd be like, oh look, there's um there's cans or bottles of stuff. All right. And then it's like the aftermath and not really, you know, everyone with red cups. Oh my god, they're just yeah. drinking. You know, it's it looks like a college trap party, and they would never show that on the American Big Brother. They'll show the fashion show. Mm-hmm. After right? they've that, had something that, that I don't care about, but yeah. they wouldn't show I I I wish they could say, hey, um, we're doing a special presentation of, um, you know, uh, BB can all night with clips from the, you know, the outrageous uh, St. Patrick's Day party that happened on Thursday. If they advertise something like that, I would watch. Right. But another thing that they wouldn't do is on they would show it in the live feeds here in Canada. They don't show them partying on the live feeds. They okay. block it completely. Okay. Yeah. So we so which is so they, which hey if you were in the house you would prefer that too because 
so you can like kind of unwind a little bit yeah i guess but as an audience i don't know if i care what they prefer as the host (laughs) guest um like it's more about the because uh, I think the, the the that whole segment was interesting because they were you were kind of seeing a lot of people like letting loose, especially in the diary room. Uh, they were slurring the words a little bit, perhaps. Uh, they were kissing uh, around the hot tub, Jamil. Jess, uh, Jess, and um, Josh. Yeah, was that like a dare? Were they playing truth or dare with the? Probably or spin the bottle. Drinking. Although pictures? I don't know why you don't use that big wheel of spin the bottle. Yeah, it seems like it's purpose made, you know, for that kind of thing. Exactly. I was guest yeah. choice. Yeah, they, they they do like going out to the outside quite a bit, huh? Yeah, um, that's where the hot tub is. Yeah. Hey, hot tub. Yeah. Right. Okay, so <laughs> you're like, let's just get to spoilers, man. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get to spoilers. Hold on. Okay, we gotta. Uh, who's with us? Anybody? Okay, we're going to spoilers, everybody. Uh, if you can't handle it, it's 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 tough. Um. Oh. How do I? He's looking for it. I'm gonna hold on. I got I got this new thing. Um, just 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 a little bit while longer. Just, yeah, it's it's coming, guys. Don't worry. It's good things come to those who wait. Is what I always said. All right, here we go. Oh! It's the future. You could put it all over all three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red alert. Red alert. Um, so to describe this week. Oh my gosh, it's been messy, dude. <laughs> it's been so messy. So let's start with the the uh power veto. Uh power veto. Uh do you know who won power veto? No. So so far in all of the competitions. No one has won two op, um, competitions. Every every single competition has been won by a different person until okay, this so week. Some, there's a repeat. Right? So there's only three people, uh, uh, two people who can possibly repeat. Mm, the two nominees? Sure. Marty won. Marty did win. Marty took himself off the block. So okay. yet again, another week. Is it... <laughs> It, it, when the Vita's gonna get played and works, uh, so, okay, now, Marty, that's good t- for me. Tonight on the episode, Gino said, uh, because he said, Marty, Jess, and who was the third person? Tanisha, Tanisha. So, Tanisha was the uh, I, I, I will get to her in a second. <laughs> I think, I think the replacement nominee is JC Lynn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's not JC Lynn. Okay, so he was thinking of who he was gonna put up, so he was thinking that he just might put Betty up and have Jessica as his target. And then work started to, to people started getting to work. So I also have to backtrack a little bit to tell the story. So during um, some time ago, uh, Marty has the belief that there's a three person alliance that holds a lot of the power in the house on the other side. And that three-person alliance is Herman, Tanisha, and Moose. Moose. Which, which we know are is not a thing, right? Okay. And they have Summer as a number, but she's not really with them because everyone likes Summer. Okay. So Marty has spread this to people. And it eventually got 
to Helena, who then t- spoke to Gino. So when speaking to Gino and giving this information, Gino's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. Oh, it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. Oh, my gosh, man. And Helena wants Harman to go. But then uh, Gino's like, wait, I don't have enough votes to get anyone I want out. What am I going to do? Like... I don't think I can, like, this is going to be a disaster of a week. It's going to happen. What happened to Kyle is going to happen to me. And then Helena mentioned, is like, hey, maybe you just do what the house wants and put up Kyle. So he goes, that makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) So. Don't do it, Gino. Don't do it. So he goes and um, Gino goes and talks to Marty. And then he's like, I just heard that there's an, a power on the other side of the house. And that power on the other side of the house is Tanisha, Herman, and Moose. And of course, Marty's like, that's what I heard too. Which makes no sense. Because that's where it came from. Well, you heard it. You heard it in his head. So he's like, am I going to have to put up Kyle? And Marty's like, but I think you might have to. So, so said, so done. Kyle was the replacement. Nah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Kyle is Kyle is so gone. Um, some podcasters yeah. are asking for questions for, uh, for, um, for Kyle when he gets eliminated. He is we should, so gone. We should ask him to come on here. <laughs> Kyle, you might as well start the work. Put the work in. <laughs> Put the work in. Like this is just a disaster of a week. Um, no kidding. It sounds like a disaster of a week. The whole house sounds like a disaster. There's no clear strategy. Nobody's really working together well. It's just like a big smorgasbord house right now, and it really doesn't make any sense as far as a narrative. I bet you the producers are frustrated. Well, it's hard to tell a narrative. Yeah, there's there's like every week is a different. It's a different type of of presentation they have to put forth it's it's different than what they're used to why is my camera so high yeah i don't know i don't know uh this was not a good move i i am not happy with what gene like I, it probably will save his game long term actually but it's not interesting in terms of what i wanted to see this game do uh at this point i think that this is uh kind of a cop-out uh it's kind of no, a no i i to me it makes perfect sense I pick Kyle, and of course Kyle has to go. Where it seemed like impossible for my person to get eliminated this this week after my disaster of last week in Survivor. Of course, of course, Kyle has to to yeah. be eliminated this week. Well, you still have Moose. Play. I'm not putting it on yet. I'm not putting oh. it on. Okay, <laughs> no. We got to got to stretch it out to get the people, you know, to want it. You know, okay, you gotta feel it. Don't give it all at once, or they'll get how do you all feel about this, Dave? You kind of already expressed your feelings, Jeff. Uh, About what? Uh, just how (laughs) much of a mess the the house is. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, I enjoy it because I think sometimes the house can get predictable when it becomes like I found Big Brother Canada's done this a lot too, like not last season, but a few seasons before that. It was just kind of like, oh, the 
the the best looking youngest kind of most athletic people which is common you know get together and they run like a seven person alliance like it was gonna like herman's grand idea here genius idea um i just don't think it's very fun to watch after a while it gets old it gets stale so i much prefer watching a mess than a completely um well-crafted alliance that thinks they're so smart and uh, you know because i think I think we're past that point now. Um, yeah. Watch, uh, watching these shows, you know, where we, we we need a little bit more chaotic. It used, it used to be twists. They used to be like, we need to do twists to stop them. But it's actually the players that have to evolve. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing here. Like, this season doesn't need a twist. No. The, the players are the twist. That's it. Yeah, As, well, they're they're kind of they're kind of running around in circles on each other here, ultimately, and you know, Gino goes against the guy who he should have been ride or die with, in my opinion. But yeah. you know, I guess the other option is he cuts him loose, and you know, and and uh, will he be a target moving forward or not? I think he's always going to be a target, so I think he ought as well have kept Kyle in the game as an ally and, and as a shield for him as well, because if he was working with him, it wouldn't necessarily. Now uh, there was always the chance they would just put the two of them up. Right, you know, but he wouldn't week. be going home unless Kyle took himself off the block. Uh, well, yeah, they could either one could take each other off the block, or they could they could trade HOH wins back and forth for all we know, so. this season. Doesn't seem likely that this is gonna happen. There's been um, a lot of non repeating in the winners, but now Marty's won two competitions. Maybe there's a trend. Like people, you see how people were like, "Is Betty gonna win? <laughs> is Betty gonna win? Do like, you want Betty like, to win? Like, Business uh, do I, B? Do I, do I want to see Betty win a uh, with a HOH? I would just to see, uh, j- just to see how crazy it would be. Although I, I'm feeling a little bit down on Betty because her and Kevin made up. Yeah, they seem to like each other now. Yeah, um, they're, but they're I, I think it's, I think that's more on Betty's side than the change was more on Betty's side as opposed to Kevin. Like Kevin never did not like Betty. Betty was just (laughs) so full of herself and like insane. I I think Betty's got a thing for Kevin. No, I don't think so. (laughs) I I don't think so at all. Um, Jeff, Betty have a thing for Kevin. I think yeah, it's changing around. She was like, oh, "I hate you so much. Now I like you." You know, um, right, where's it gonna go next? Love. It could. You never know. It might be unrequited. No, she likes um, Andrew. Andrew Clark. Right, Andrew Clark. And, Who's um, Andrew Clark? LLC. He's like business B loves Andrew A. Yeah, they'll just yeah yeah B money can be with Kevin and business business B can hate. No, it should be business B hates Kevin and B money is with Andrew. Yeah, yeah they both have alter egos, they're perfect for each other. <laughs> Match made in hell. Uh right there. Okay, so okay, then what's the most interesting thing? Does Kevin I, have a kid on the way? I do not believe so. I don't believe so. I just think that the the they feel that Kevin is just such a character, it'd be a good father. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I it was kind of interesting and um like yeah, you could see he cared about Marty's opinion, and Kevin's um, slowly starting to integrate in this house. Like I said when we did the cast preview, I was like, if this guy can last a few, a few rounds where he's not the target, then like I think he'll do okay. But like the like the oddball people that get in the house, they it does take them a little while to like blend in. 
you know, or like if they can if they can survive the first two weeks, then they're probably okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of I think if you're the oddball, don't quite fit in, you're not like obviously got the numbers with you, you're the easy target in the first two weeks, right? Well, uh, because... but there's two reasons for that that traditionally happens. One, because there's some stupid twist where the the big alliance gets to stick together because they're afraid of what's going to happen with the twist. And if they have the numbers, they're okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And because of that, everyone also being messy has allowed <laughs> like Jessica, who could have been an easy boot um, and Kevin, who could have also been an easy boot, allow them to kind of get roots into the household and, you know, kind of succeed. Yeah, but what happens now? They get Kyle out and 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 this like the old the remnants of the seven, like namely what remnants like... of the seven. Like Kyle does not um not Kyle, but Gino doesn't trust Herman. Okay, but Gino's side, right? The other the other five of them. Um we're talking Herman so, and Moose and, uh, and Tanisha and Summer and Josh. So um, groups is what you were asking about. Um, so it seems that Kyle, not Kyle, sorry. Um, Jace, Gino, um, um, Helena, right? Helena, sorry. And also, um, uh, Josh might be a thing. What about the honey bunch? Dude, <laughs> who's thinking about <laughs> honey bunch? <laughs> Honey Bunch might be a, might be a resurgence. No, no. Do you remember who was in it? Um, Summer, um, Summer Herman. No, no, Herman wasn't in it. No, it was Summer, JC, Lynn, Gino, and Josh. Yeah, Honey Bunch is not a thing. Although they do like Summer, everyone loves Summer. Everyone loves Summer. Okay, but Summer is mostly with Tynesha, from what I can tell. And then there's Helena. Helena's this other player we don't talk about a lot. Well, we're gonna see her on Thursday on Wednesday's episode. Where does she fall in the in the the grand scheme of things? Is she with the new alliance? She's with Josh and uh and them and, and uh Summer. No, uh, Josh and 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 um Gino and Jace. Gino and Josh are a thing. Since what? Oh, yeah. When that happens, watch the Wednesday episode. Oh man, there's so much, to, so so much going on in this show. It's so exciting. Yeah, it keeps changing. Like, like what the hell's going on here? Yeah, they're a hot mess. This house, they're a hot mess. It's great. All right. Well, I think we've 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 broken it all down for tonight, guys. I think we've there's as much as much as we can talk about uh, in terms of these the, this week four. Uh, if you're followed here on the spoiler section, what a disappointment. Um, and uh, <laughs> I thought I was so excited after this episode. I'm like, this is great. Kyle going is not is not. I think what it's bad for thing. me. Yes, but it's bad for more the mess bad for the show. It's more mess. It's more mess. It's it's too clean in my opinion. I disagree. I like because knowing that like everyone's gonna be split apart technically, because we thought that there was like nine people on one side and three people on the other side. That isn't the case. 
No, it's now it's like more like trust clusters throughout the house. Trust clusters. <laughs> it's it's like uh, what was that Big Brother Second Chances? No, Survivor Second Chances. The one was with, with Fishback. What was that one? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's trust clusters. Yeah, or voting clusters. blocks. Voting blocks. Trust clusters. Yeah, um, things like that. Anyway, different names for the same thing. Yeah. Separate instead. Like, like instead of there being major, it's the super alliances. I guess would be the alternative, right? The yeah. death to super alliances. Death, death to super alliances. Because I think they're boring. I don't want to see some group of six or seven go. We have the numbers and we control yeah. things, and this is what's great. Then you get their diary session. No, I don't want anything to not go our way. Of course, I want it to always go our way. And what doesn't go away, I get mad. And that, that's what goes on right. for like a bunch of episodes. You're like, okay, well, this <laughs> is it was better like in previous like old seasons especially and survivors kind of figured this out too but like where it was just like two people and we're like we're two people in alliance like in big brother canada what was the uh the two guys that um the fort, fort fortress or whatever whatever the, the shield the shield the shield yeah like <laughs> the that was, whatever the hell they were called <laughs> um the the uh shield uh like those type of things the the you know um the mason dixon line um and survivor and yeah. um, and um, was it uh, uh, David versus Goliath? Yeah, like they, those are a little bit more interesting when it's a smaller group of people, and it's like, oh well, yeah, well you're right. When it's like a seven person, six person alliance and beast, the beast squad or whatever the hell they call themselves every time, the the commission, whatever, uh, the corporation, they're basically giant wrestling stable names. Uh, you know, With, and it's, just, it's like the NWO, and like, yeah. oh, look, Virgil's a part of the NWO. That's yeah. great. There's yeah. no name person in the background that's just taking up space, right? Uh, yeah, if Kevin was a wrestler, he'd be IRS or <laughs> <laughs> an R shyster. Yeah, all these tax cheats, he'd be a shyster. Yeah, and then uh, Business B would be the million dollar woman. Yes, <laughs> money incorporated. Uh, business Dibiase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta find a way to get that going. Anyway, so uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, I think, to check in about the veto episode uh, after we do an episode about Survivor here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting, season forty-two in full uh, effect, and we will be covering uh, the newest episode. I believe it's episode three this uh, Wednesday, uh, which is in two days uh, from now on March twenty-third. And uh, and then the the eviction. Uh, we'll, we'll I guess we're gonna see Kyle get evicted here on uh, on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we, we already know that on here on Monday. Uh, so we'll be talking about that uh, coming up here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. And uh, we should also check out our other uh, coverage and content here on the channel. We also do things like Marvel, uh, covering uh, the newest MCU installments. We started with Wandavision. We've been going through all the different uh, series and movies and, and different installments. Uh, most recently, Hawkeye. Coming up next, Moon Knight. Uh, in that's another week or so before that drops. I think pretty uh, first. Coming coming up soon uh, so i'm excited oscar isaac's uh, starring in that um, and, yeah the clock there and then we also uh we we got <laughs> dr strange coming up in may right uh, i said ethan hawk ethan hawk ethan hunt no ethan hawk okay the, the actor what about him he's in moon knight that's good that's great you're what like that? the clock i'm like what no, what is Moon this Knight. Morbius movie? It's also a Marvel movie. No, I don't know. It's not an MCU. It it's, it's not MCU? No. no. It's not MCU. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was going to be connected to Blade. 
No. No. Okay. I'm ignoring it. I'm hoping it goes away because I saw some other trailer where Jared Leto's starring in some other movie where he's doing like kind of like an Eastern European accent. You know the one I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, right. We crashed. Is it we crashed? Or I think so. And then like I'm like, why is he doing that voice as Morbius? That's what Morbius is supposed to sound like. He's not supposed to sound like Jared Leto, uh, but that but he's got these accents backwards in these two performances and these two movies coming out. For that reason alone, I'm out on this Morbius movie. Uh, not not uh, withstanding anything else they put in it. Hope there's suckers Dave, on the hands. Dave, please continue. What else um, do we have here Sorry. in our our cavalcade of um, channels? Well, I talked about Survivor coming up. Uh, we should also you should also check out Trivial Debates, our monthly show. We argue about movies, TV, sports in a game show format. It's like there's a movie round, then a TV round. We ask different uh, questions. The people debate. Jameel Robinson is going to be competing against Jody Simpson and Worf, son of Moog, coming up on Sunday, March 27, 2022, with Max Duda hosting um, at 10 a.m. Eastern. You should watch. You can watch that live. That bad. We don't even know what the questions are yet because Max. No is... questions yet. Oh, I'll have it out for you guys shortly. He said. Yeah, that's what he said. And then I forgot about it. And then I realized Max hasn't done shit. So tomorrow I got to get on the case with him and uh, tell him to uh, get his get his things out there because Worf son of Moog says, "What the hell, man? Uh, I don't like it." And so this will be a really fun battle to watch. I think so. Check that out. We also have Live Long in Podcast. Uh, we have our, our different uh, uh, podcasts coming out on Monday nights, including tonight, where I was talking with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and Kevin Millard about uh, the newest episode. Well, not the newest episode, but the next episode of Star Trek Enterprise in our rewatch podcast, uh, which tonight was episode was Fusion, where uh, T'Pol got like uh, a mind meld uh, assault. Like uh, it was very invasive and it, was, it, was, it didn't go so well. Um, and it was disturbing. But you want to hear us talk about that? You can every Monday night uh, as we talk about Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> and then Jeff, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes. Um, yes, I cover Star Trek Deep Space Nine on Deep Space Nine at nine. ish Tuesdays at nine. Uh, I We're like almost halfway through season five. Yeah, we got Rapture tomorrow. Rapture. Yep. So it's Cisco. He's religious. He's praying at an obelisk. And he's trying to figure out the mystery. Tune in. Yep. You can check that out uh, every every Tuesday, D69 at 9-ish. And then on Thursday, we'll be covering the next episode of Star Trek Picard. Is it, It's in the second season now. They are into, going to be on episode four. Uh, that They released that title today, uh, if I recall correctly. It is season two, episode four. is called The Watcher. And uh, I think it's going to have Brent Spiner. I think he's coming into the show, uh, so it's good. That's exciting. Uh, we'll be talking about that with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and Davin Skelhorn from Locutors of Trek. Uh, speaking of which, we have Star Trek Radio Theater. Um, we just put out uh, not that long ago. We put out Hiding Q, our edited version of that with Steve Shives. Uh, we're going to be doing Darmok on April 9th to celebrate First Contact Day, and uh, we're going to be having uh, Davin playing um, uh, Captain Picard, and we got Adam Woodward playing Dathan for that. So uh, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, get that ready. That's coming your way very soon. Um, and uh, and lastly, uh, you should check out Davin's podcast, uh, Locutors of Trek, uh, his Star Trek theme channel where he talks about all the different things he has d- debates over there he does all kinds of fun um guitar challenges klingon challenges writer's room pitches different segments really interesting and fun 
Um, uh, you should always check out Lakira's a Trek and X-Men, the animated series rewatch series uh, where, he, where him and Andre, they talk about all these different episodes uh, of Star Trek, uh, X, or not Star Trek, X-Men, the animated series. Um, I got Star Trek on the brain. Uh, X-Men, the animated series, uh, All uh, they're into season two now, going through all those episodes one by one, analyzing them, breaking them down and yeah. talking about them. This week's episode is um, um, Pride of the X-Men. They actually did it earlier tonight. Um, so you should watch it because um, in this business, bub, second best doesn't cut it. That's right. This one's for you, Morph. <laughs> this uh, one's for you, Morph. You morph. Yeah. <laughs> so check out X-Men, the animated series, Davin and Andre, X-rated. Um, and then also... Uh, uh, who am I forgetting? We got uh, well, we got Eamon Mater let, under this alias of Sam Jerka. There's, uh, there's Let's Talk About Fighting Games, his podcast where he talks about video games with Sonic Smash Bro, who's a different person than Seth. I'm oh, there's out. two people. There's four. Oh. Okay. I like to think Sonic the... Smash Bro Seth was a better name. I like Sonic. Yeah, Super Sonic Smash Bro Seth. But you're telling me it's Supersonic Smash Bro or just Smash Bro? No, so, so, Supersonic Smash Bro is one person. Okay, okay. Seth is one guy. He just, or it might know. be Smash Bro Seth and Sonic Supersonic might be somebody else. <laughs> Amon said there's a comma missing in there somewhere. So somewhere <laughs> there's two people. Just reading this one line. <laughs> and then Paranoia. Paranoia is a separate person. Yeah. Super Sac- person. Supersonic Smash Bro Seth Paranoia. And Sam, right, Jerka, and Sam Jerka. And but Sam it says Jerka. and paranoia, so you understand that paranoia is a different person. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's all there over there on Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast. You can listen to Sam Jerka and his gang of merry men. Don't forget the Hellbound podcast. <laughs> the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan. Great stuff. Uh, Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn, Discovery's own Michael Chan, who was just on Star Trek Discovery. Didn't even mention we just wrapped up season four's coverage of that on Live Long and Podcast last week. Uh, uh, he was in that episode in a big, bad way, people. Um, it was really exciting to see him there. Uh, he didn't get named yet, but he works for Vance. Vance is flying orders at him, right? Um, Attention all personnel, please stand by. We'll be dropping out of work in one minute. That's that's Michael Chan in Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Very he dropped out of warp. Yeah, he's like, we're dropping out of warp. Uh, and then... Admiral Vance... Admiral, Navarre has 17 ships heading to the evacuation base. Do you want me to bring them here after they unload? Nah, they should stick to the plan. Navarre only has 86 warp-capable ships as it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He already did a yes, sir, better than Bashir did when he had his first couple of episodes. He's well ahead of the curve. Yeah, like, he's he is on, he's a, he's a, he's in the universe, Jamil. Yeah. That's like that's your next Miles O'Brien there. Yeah, that's our that he's gonna he's in our um he could be the next Miles O'Brien. We yeah. don't know. There could, it could be a spinoff. We, we Michael Chan, uh, you know his uh, Miles O'Brien. Keiko. Yeah, his wife yeah. Keiko. There might be a Keiko his... in his future. A Keiko. Uh, there's like <laughs> sends her back to Bajor. Tells yeah. her you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. He's gonna be in Star Trek next Star Trek Radio Theater too. Um, yeah. you know, so very exciting. Uh. All kinds of good stuff going on with our friends and uh, in our own network here on the podcasts. And uh, I think that's it. I think we'll uh, sign off for the evening. Thanks for being with us. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we got to get back to back to the announcers. 
and doing those things over there. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jamil. Uh, and thank you, Arissa Cox. But until then. Uh, and remember, someone is always watching. Oh, thank you.